Welcome to Arcade! The Arcade is officially open. Welcome to the new format of the show, hosted by me, Cal, and joining me as ever, as my fabulous co-host, is Wiggy. Hello! Hello, everybody! I'm not going to do this voice today. I just, no. I missed saying hello in stupid voices, so I haven't done it for a while. No, get on. So, this is the new format. And by format, I mean name. That's basically the only thing that's going to change is the name. <laughs> That's um, what we've so we are oh, we're doing it live now as well. And we're doing it live as well because someone wanted to. But we are officially Arcade, spelt with an R-K-A-D-E. Um, the podcast format is going to be known as Arcade Open. And we have got some other formats featuring the Arcade title as well. So stay tuned for those. They're going to be fantastic. Um, T-shirts as well. T-shirts. Imagine. Imagine if we had T-shirts. Um, so let's kick things off and welcome to the arcade. So let's put some ten p's in the machine and play some games. Ten <laughs> p's? <laughs> Not nowadays. Right, I'm living in the eighties. Like right? Um, play Pac-Man. Oh God, it would be a simpler time. I can tell you that now. Well. Uh, welcome, Wiggy. How are you doing? Are you doing, I'm doing all, right? all right? Thanks, Cal. Yeah, on, not mate. too bad, not too chubby. On. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm not too bad. I think this is the kindest way we've ever started, started to change things over. It's a new, it's a new format, mate. It's just, just, just chill, just be calm. Let's just, let's just new be year, calm new me. Change. We don't like, yeah, new year, new podcast. We don't have to go crazy, we don't have to go anything you know too drastic. We can just ease ourselves in. Um, me, and seeing, yeah, and seeing as there's a lot to talk about uh, in this session, I think we should ease ourselves in because there's some big, big stuff that's been going on over the past couple of weeks, um, which we'll get onto a little bit later in our big discussion part. Um, but first of all, was, we'll talk a little bit about what we've been playing, I'd say. So, Wiggy, what have you been playing this week or these last couple of weeks? I have been playing. I just want to say, Cal, that you've left again. The live, so it's just me now. You've just that disappeared. live thing's getting on my nerves. <laughs> It'll be the death of us. We'll practice mm. later on. I'm gonna leave now. There we okay. go. I'm sad. Only because basically, Wiggy has a tripod with a ring light, and he wanted to look really fancy and like a proper Instagrammer uh, by using that. In... I would like to say, Cal, that you put me in charge of social media, and I, I am did. going all out. Social media. <laughs> TikTok, but it was also Instagram, followed by live new you know new freaking what you call it logo although i do need to move myself a little bit on the logo i'm going to move myself to the right a little bit just because that little gap of white just looks a bit silly oh no fair enough um well that's fine but anyway anyway what have you been We're not doing it now because i'm not going to be doing it on my own like a loner no no <laughs> Some people do. They're not loners, so they've got millions of followers they, actually watching. I'll just be talking to myself and <laughs> answering imaginary questions. Yeah. Right, what have you been playing, man? Down what and have you been turn playing? it off. Uh, a couple of things, actually. So, two seconds, I'm just... just oh, Make it quick. There's a... There's a my cat was in my way. There's All a right, ten mate? o'clock. My cat was in my Nintendo way. Direct. I am not missing for no bastard. So you, right. you better hurry up. 
Yeah, get it, Ikora. Cal's annoyed at you now. Yep, you're damn right. So, two things, three things. Oh, God, it's been a long time since we last did a podcast, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I'll narrow it down to three things. One of them we've been playing together occasionally, uh, and we did our first Mega Squad Pod plays. Uh, the three people that watched that, thank you very much. That was kind of you. It made us feel better for doing it. Um, is Rainbow Six Extraction. Hmm. So, with this game, I, I, I don't know if you agree, obviously you, you'll have some ideas of your own, but I have been super pleasantly surprised by this game. When it came out, when it was going to come out, I, I did want it from all of the research, but I thought to myself, this is going to be one of those games where I'm just that guy, you know? I'm that guy that's bought it, I don't get to play it with anyone, I find some randoms online, I do quick play, I do solo, that's how we go about it. But actually, playing it, firstly, the community is pretty good. I have bumped into one or two toxic people, but it's easy to just report those and get it out of the way. Um, and obviously, we've played, we've had some good games on it. But I think the, the really cool thing about it for me is, yeah, it's Alien Invasion, which has been done before. Some of them are like act like zombies. So again, that's been done before. But taking the like Rainbow Six special operator part of Rainbow Six Siege and then applying it to an alien invasion has worked surprisingly well, in my opinion. And we'll get, obviously we'll get to a few of the, the mechanics in a minute. But the one thing that I think like sets it apart is I love how if you fuck it up, you know, there's extremes of fucking it up. So you could fuck it up and then you get out and then your operator's injured. So you have to do two missions, you know, one or two missions to heal them back up again. So give them some rest time in sick bay by earning more experience with different characters. So that gets you playing as different operators, which is really cool. So rather than having one favorite, like you should have two or three, maybe even four, um, or push the bow out like all of them. Um, And then I also like it if you fuck up majorly and you don't get out. Because if you don't get out, then you go MIA. And then on the next mission, you have to rescue that person. And it will be varying degrees of difficult. So everybody hates it when it's level three difficult because that's just hard, especially when you start to get to the different maps. Um, How do you feel about that anyway? Because we've played it. So how do you feel about the mechanics? the, the, to be brutally honest, the only reason I played it was because it was on Game Pass. That's the only reason I played it. I've never bought a Rainbow, Rainbow Six game because I've played them and I just, they're not my kind of game. They're a bit, I don't know, they're, they're a little bit too tactical for me, which I know okay. is the whole point of it. Um, and if I'm honest, yeah, I, yeah. I would not have been happy if I bought it. That being said, oh. you know, uh, as of as of you know, a freebie in a way, I, I am enjoying it. It's good. Like it's it's got that element of, um, the, the you know the Rainbow Six formula, like you say, like it's got that tactical side of it, which you know I think because I haven't paid, it's not digging into me as much as I would have thought it would be. Does that make sense? So Fair. I yeah. If I, as, if I put money down and I would have thought, oh, God, this is this is too tactical for me. Um, 
but it's not one that I feel like I could keep going back to. I think it's sorry. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. Just started going off. I'm like, oh, magic. And it had to be when I was talking as well. It did. Sorry. That's uh, uh, no, that's blame right. my dad. That's all right. If you need to take the call, like take the call. I'm going to carry no, on. No, just talking. throw it away. If he um, if he rings me again, then I'll take it because it means it's urgent. But if he doesn't, he knows <laughs> to fuck off. Um, love you, dad. If you're listening, you won't be. You're too old. We love you. Um, so no, it's, it's yeah. Like by all means, I'm not saying it's a bad game because it is. And for those people who do like those kind of games, it's right up their alley. Like it's it's brilliant it's a tactical shooter that features zombie-esque enemies i know they tried to change it up a little bit by making them aliens but for me i would have rather have had more of an alien um approach rather than humanoids that kind of act like the undead that we've seen in countless other games um but you know it's it's still i think Oh. No, continue. Sorry, I didn't realize you were I was, finished. I was going to say it's it's definitely worth a look if you've got Game Pass. Like, what are you going to lose? It's not the end of the world if you play it. You're going to enjoy it, I would say. Um, Unless you want to fight Ubisoft for PC Game Pass, but hey, that's yeah. a different point entirely. But I, unless you've played a Rainbow Six game before, I think you're you're going to be overwhelmed. I think is the word. Like, there's a lot to get unless you've played around. like a Ghost Recon. If you've played mm. Ghost Recon, you know, if you've played a tactical shooter before, if you played a Tom Clancy game, yes, you'll be basically, fine. yeah, yeah, you'll be absolutely fine. But it's it's a lot to get your head around. Even the menus, I I got to admit, those menus can be a little bit confusing. I don't know if that's just me being a bit dense. Probably is, but it's also mm, I don't want to first look at it. When you first look at it, you think, uh, what the hell? What's all this? Right, you're telling me to do this now. What? What's that mean? And this, and this, and this. Like, all done through text. Did you actually read the tutorial? And... Yeah. Because I feel like I fucking had so then, to. Then you're a little bit dense. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to do it now, but when it, at first, when you are first brought into that, it's like, it, it's a, it's a, loads of things going on at you yeah, that's fair um but no like yeah i think i just wanted to draw you back to the just in case there are some listeners who are like oh my god Carl, it's not like there's a big apocalypse because we're gonna have people with like that like i don't when you first start out and the only things you're fighting are grunts and spikers very much like a zombie game you could have you know zombies and spitters for example you know like that but when you when it starts to escalate and then you start to get crushes and um like i think are they called predators no they're not called predators no, they're called know. something else Pro, Pro, but yeah. they teleport and move through the goop underneath your feet and then you also get like toxic goop and oh it just gets you know the enemy types do improve once you once you get into it, but I must admit, when you're in New York and you're on like casual and moderate, it's very samey. Like you have to up the game to. And obviously, we haven't had a chance. We were going to go through some of the new game modes once we got you to it, just uh, so you could see the the breadth of the game. Um, yeah. We did accidentally do one in which you got absolutely destroyed. 
Yes, <laughs> that was horrific. I don't know what it was, but it was it was horrific. Like there was no chance of me even taking a breath. It was an escalation, was completely obliterated. <laughs> escalation, there you are. Um, which no um, one likes. No one likes escalations. Well, it depends. Ever worked in in any <laughs> form of customer service, or um, you know, war, or war. Yeah, that thing's gonna escalate there. A massive escalation. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, yeah, but you see, like, I think for me, because I was pleasantly surprised, so I'd watched all the videos and I'd been talking to our friend Moby, who's been on the mm. podcast before, um, and originally wasn't going to buy it <laughs> because it was on Game Pass, uh, but and I, I won't diss Ubisoft so they don't sue me, um, but. I've had some problems with linking my Game Pass to my Ubisoft account and getting those downloaded games. So at the moment, my PC Game Pass doesn't include the Ubisoft stuff. Not the end of the world, because I've still got the EA stuff, but it was just a bit frustrating. So in the end, I thought to myself, I haven't got many games on the PS5. Let's do it. Let's let's buy it on the PS5 rather than on PC. And to be fair, I'm not... Because I'm pleasantly surprised, I'm not gutted that I bought it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't buy a Fandabi Dozy edition. I didn't get any nice skins or anything. Like, it's not pay to win. It's all cosmetic. I didn't get any of that. Um, I think I just got a standard, like, red outfit for some of my um, operators. And I got a choice of what, like, a special one for one other operator, which I didn't realize. So I just picked the first operator I played and gave her a nice costume. And then was like, oh, I don't get to do this for everyone. Yeah. But luckily, no, she's a pretty good character. I think you, with what you said just now, I think you've hit the nail on the head. Maybe I, I just haven't played enough of it. That's that's all it is. I've just not played enough of it. But it's that I've not had that want to go back. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, but I, I've not had that want to go back. I've, I've not sat down and thought, I'm going to play a bit of Extraction. Like, it's if I sit down, I'm like, I'm going to play some Halo or I'm going to play some other games that I might talk about in a minute. Um, <laughs> so it's it, it's not one that's on my radar. And if I never play it again, for me, it's not the end of the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, But you want to play it with me. But if you, if, yeah, if you turned me. around and was like, should we play some extraction? I'd be like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. But if that just faded off the face of the earth, I wouldn't grieve. I wouldn't grieve over the loss of extraction. Um, I sounded fucking deep then, didn't it? Well, I said that. Um, I did. But uh, I'm going to leave you behind enemy lines. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, so that's one of the um, games I've been playing. Yeah. Nice. Um, should we go to you for another one and then we'll come back? We'll do like a yo yo. Yeah, I was going to say, I, what, what I might do with these is I might, because we've played a lot of things, is we can say just briefly what we've been playing and then have a highlight of that week of your highlight game that you've been playing i think that might be quite good cool. but we'll do that another time we'll do, we'll that, do that next time. time yeah um so the big Much one like we I've haven't been... planned our game for today <laughs> bring it back um, or top three we haven't done that so we'll just talk and then we'll nah, do that definitely no no nah, nah, yeah yeah we'll just talk on this one um because it's a new format and we're and Cal can yeah. work out how to do live, so now I'm in a strop. Yeah. Um, so 
Uh, the game that I've been playing this week is one that I bought on the day of launch. I wasn't going to originally, but then I ended up doing it, which was Dying Light 2. Um, ah. I've got to say, I wasn't a massive fan of the first one. Uh, I liked it, but it didn't draw me in enough. Like Again, it was one of those that I started playing. Um, I even bought the Platinum Edition because that was an incredible price. It was like 27 quid for everything like you got all of the expansions all of the cosmetics and stuff as well and like it was a really good package um it's normally like a hundred odd quid said. i hear that a lot um hey uh, hey i've um so, so i was i was going into this with a little bit of speculation um but I saw the trailers and I thought, yeah, I'm going to give it a go because I've I've got enough money this month for a game, and I think we'll start with that. Um, Cheeky sod. Yes. So I tell you what, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. Like it, it's it feels much better than the first one did. It's drawn me in quicker. Um, it's it's placed you in a world that's. 15 years after the original so you don't need to play the first one in order to play the second which is what also drew me in because i'm one of those that if i'm playing a series of games and they have like a branching story um sorry a, a, a linking story then i i've got to play the first and then the second yeah. and things like that if it's a game where um, they, they don't have any sort of connection other than maybe a setting or something like that. The story's not going to be affected. Fine, I'll jump in at any one of them. Um, so, like a, a prime example is like Gears of War. I remember people jumping in at like number three and they never played the others. And I used to just think, how can you do that? How on earth can you go into that and play the third entry? And you haven't got a clue what's going on. You're not going to get the same emotion. Uh, the same emotional I mean, depth. There was YouTube like at like, the time. Yeah, I know, but it's not the same, is it? It's not the same as playing it and going through it all yourself, I don't think. But, um, but well, it never is, but that generation, yeah. I'll just watch yeah. a YouTube video and play it because everybody's playing play. it. Yeah, watch a world of the long play or whatever. Um, but no, like anyway, like I did the research, I found out you didn't need it, so I went into it. Um, the combat is a bit ropey like it's okay it's not terrible um but there were a couple of moments where i was like oh i feel a bit that felt a bit clunky but it's it's still for me i've not experienced as many issues as other people have um the parkour is fun great little bits of parkour there you are very very played hasn't it? Mm. I was reading co-op has been plagued by bugs. Yeah. yeah see, I've not been on... It's been played by bugs. Yeah, see, I've not been on um, uh, uh, co-op. I don't think cross-play is enabled. Cross-play is not available yet. Or is it coming in like... Maybe they turned it off because they got all the bugs. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Um, but I, I, I was under the same umbrella as you, so I thought, oh, I haven't got a lot of PS5 games, so I might get it on the PS5. Um, and I did. And, you know, there's some good haptic feedback through that, um, which is what I was hoping for. But 
yeah, I'm looking forward to carrying on with it. I'm looking forward to finishing it. Um, but I think once I've finished it, I don't think it's one that I'm going to go back to and mop up, if you know what I mean. So that's been my so highlight. It's got a big open world. Has it got a really irritatingly big open world, or is it like a... Well, I'm still in the first area, so I've, I've probably not done half as much as what other people have done. Um, because there's two big areas. But I tell you what, I'm not into like big open world games, as, you, as I've spoken about before. But the last two open worlds that I've played, which was Halo Infinite and this one, Dying Light 2, I've loved running around that world. I've not once gone, oh, God, I've got to go all the way over there now. I've been like, yeah, let's go. Um, That's why I think you'd like Assassin's Creed Odyssey generally. Because one, mm. you like Greek mythology. It's ancient Greece. You have a boat. Yeah. You can wander around. You have a horse. Like it's not. But I might, it's I not might do Valhalla level. Annoying. Yeah, like, I've got it, and like I can, I've got to carry on playing it. Now I've got a Series S. I should install it on there yeah. really and play a bit more. But you know, like those last two games that I've played, I've really enjoyed just running around the city. Um, uh, or sorry, running around the, the open world. Um, but of course, the mechanic in Dying Light is parkour. So if they made a poorly designed city, <laughs> then your main selling point is kind of de- defunct, basically. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good. I would recommend it to anyone who likes a bit of zombie slaying and they like a bit of action. Um, there's some very tense moments. Like I've had a couple of chases and I've really been on the edge of my seat and I thought that, that was great, but also terrifying at the same time because there's so much that could go wrong. Um, but yeah, no, that's my, uh, I would say that's my highlight, if anything. The other ones I've just been playing uh, like Halo and Mario Kart with my friends and stuff, which has been lovely. As always, I always love doing that, playing those games with my friends. Um and yeah, like that's about it. Uh, there's two games I'm going to call that. Is oh, right. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if so, that was you going on. on to the next segment. <laughs> uh, I've been playing a little game called Sifu. So I don't know if you've I heard of it. I bought it last night. Oh, nice. I've not played it. Get ready I to it last night. get to enjoy it, but also get, to get, get frustrated fucked. with it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've so, been reading things about it being really hard. <laughs> I'm a bit worried is, now. It is, I would say it is Dark Souls meets Ninja Gaiden hard. Ninja what? Gaiden. 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 It, it is Ninja Gaiden. But carry um, on. I will let you have it. So it's all like, I really love the mechanic. So mm. the mechanic, the, the whole thing is, and one of the taglines is, how long does it take to learn Kung Fu? All right? So yeah. how long does it take to, protect, uh, to, to perfect Kung Fu? And what happens is, you start the game at 20 years old. All right. 
and you have no moves you have like nothing you're like you're just a dude who knows a bit of kung fu and you start the first level and you go through and then every time you die it adds one to your death tally which then adds that to your life so like the first time you die you become 21 years old but then if you come back so you come back from there and usually the lines from the enemies are like, why don't you just stay down? Blah, 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 blah. Um, you get up. If you then don't defeat someone before going down again, your death tally goes up to two and it will add two to your life. So then you'd go up to 23. And this keeps escalating. Okay. So it really challenges you to finish the levels as young as you can. Oof. And then the other thing is all of the buffs that you can buy, so either with age or um, map score or experience, you can buy certain things. Like you can unlock moves permanently. But when you finish, like the first level is called the squats. I have managed to finish that at 23 years old. I can't seem to best 23 years old, but I've finished it at 23 years old. To put it in perspective, when I had literally no buffs or like any moves that I permanently unlocked or anything like that, I finished it on 41, which means <laughs> when I got to the next Sorry. level, I was 41 years old. Jesus and the, the, the nightclub is so hard. Now, the thing that happens when you get older, which is pretty cool, is funnily enough, your health goes down. So as you age, your health goes down. But as you age, your damage goes up. So there's always that balancing act. So you actually end up doing more damage the more experienced you are. But obviously, you if you take a few hits when you're old, like you need to you need to be lightning fast the older you get. Because if you do not block or parry the things that are coming at you, it's horrific. It's absolutely unforgiving. I'm extremely so, excited to play it. Like I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. I, I, I love it. It's going to be there, but I, it was the same with things like Cuphead and stuff like that. It was like, this is going to be difficult. I was like, yeah, all right, yeah, bring it on. Let's just fucking do it because I, I just really want to play it. it. And this was the same. But yeah, because you can do like there's like acrobatics, so you can throw yourself over tables. You can pick up weapons. So there's mm. like clubs. Then you, and you pick up like random everyday items that then a club, you've got staves, you've got bladed weapons. Mm. Um, on the first level, you don't really find a bladed weapon, which is really irritating, but you do get clubs and you can find, there's a couple of places where you can find brooms. And then you just, as you pick up the broom, you kick the end off so that you've got <laughs> a staff then. Nice. Um, and you can throw bottles. Like I've just, like I've now, because I've, grinded the first level and also the second level but i haven't finished the second level i permanently unlocked a lot of decent moves now um when you get to playing it and for anybody listening if you haven't played it one of the moves i recommend unlocking permanently as soon as you can with experience is the ability to kick things in your environment at people instinctively because when you begin you can pick stuff up and then you can throw it but obviously that takes time. So if you pick a bottle up, someone could punch you in the face, you drop the bottles, really irritated. Whereas now I've permanently locked the ability 
when there's stuff on the floor, it can be absolutely anything. I can press R1 really quickly and I quick I will, will kick it at someone. And like, if you kick it at someone's legs, they tend to fall over. If it's a really small item, you kick it at their face, they get staggered backwards. Um, it's really useful in group fights. Cause I'll tell you now, when you first start that game, group fights are horrible, right? I've, um, on the Arcade Plays YouTube channel, I've actually shared a corridor fight that I did. So th this corridor. Now, I got super excited about this corridor. When I first did it, I got proper fucked up. But now I've started to perfect being able to do the corridor. If any of you have watched the Daredevil Netflix series, the corridor fight is insane. Because basically, you, you open the door, you enter this corridor, and then you have to get from one end of the corridor to the other, and it is packed full of people waiting to kick your ass. My first thought with the corridor scene is my first thought with the corridor scene is old boy. I reckon they're taking a lot of inspiration from old boy. The vengeance part, yeah. The vengeance part, very true. But it is like it is brutal. And then if you that corridor, if you do not perfect parrying and dodging, you're gonna you finish that corridor very old. <laughs> well, that was going to be my next question was, can you parry uh, or, or can you block or dodge in some form? And you've, you, yeah, you've answered it. From the so very yes, beginning. Yes. Um, so dodging is the easiest. Yeah. But it means you can't turn stuff on other people. Parrying is fucking hard because you have to time it to the strike that's coming at you so you can't just so parius blocks so you could just hold it down and then you you block but the difficulty is you have something called a stagger meter everyone has a stagger meter and the idea you want with enemies is you want to fill up their stagger meter because then you can do a finisher they go down and you get a bit of health back which you'll need but they can also stagger you. And if you are surrounded and you start getting punched, your health goes down, your stagger meter goes up, and then they can also finish you. So, so it's not even like a take it in turns thing. It's uh, everyone piles Or everyone on will come at you. So you need to, mm. like in a group fight, you need to manage the battlefield by diving over tables, getting weapons. Um, one of the things I enjoyed doing the other night was... I threw someone into a bamboo kind of like scaffolding, which dropped a load of bamboo on the floor. I then picked up the bamboo stick and I hit four people, four different people with the bamboo stick. So you can direct, use the thumb stick to direct your move and who you're going to hit. So it's very fluid in the targeting system, which you need for that game. Yeah. Um, and then you can, the good thing with that is you then get an idea of who's weakest because their stagger meter will jump up, whereas the stronger people, their stagger meter will, you know, go up slowly. So then you focus on them, get them out of the playing field, and then you can turn your attention to the big ones. You're, like, I think you enjoy it. Like, I'm loving it. I probably, because I will put Nintendo Direct on, on my phone later, and I'll probably play a little bit of um, Sifu just to kind of buy the time. Um, grinding is your friend in that. Because the thing to be aware of, and why I've been back to the squats a couple of times, is the older you get, 
the last things you can spend experience on. So you have like your five decades basically to live through. Um, once you get to 70, the next hit you take kills you permanently. And then you go back to the very beginning yeah. of the level you're on. Um, which is why when I was at level, when I was 41 years old and I hadn't really unlocked anything and I got to the nightclub, I was destroyed. Um, Cause again, you've just got to think like, I, I genuinely love it. I was pleasantly surprised by it. Um, much like extraction. I'd originally pre-ordered it on uh, PC, but because I decided that I was going to be using a controller anyway, and the haptic feedback I thought would be really good. But it's, you know, it does have that. It also has the mic on the controller as well, which you will use when things are getting close, like footsteps and stuff. Um, so I did it on PS5, and I'm, I'm kind of glad I did. Um, but yeah, loving that. Loving it. Nice. Nice. So that's a little bit about what we've been playing this week. So now we'll move on to the um, the crux, because this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode, I think. Well, I say shorter. Um, it's going to be <laughs> a uh, an introduction to Arcade Open. Uh, sorry, Arcade Open. Uh, so we'll just have a little discussion about some of the big news that came out over the past couple of weeks. And boy, is it big news. Like, there's fucking loads that's happened, but there's two main things, I would say, that has happened, and we'll get the biggest one out of the way first, shall we? Now, I would like listeners to cast their mind back, or just simply go, pause this episode, go to episode eight, when we were under the name of Mega Squad Pod. Um, It's episode eight, a Cold Wind Blows, where we discussed Activision Blizzard um, and the uh, yes. <laughs> variety of incidents that were taking place at their sites. Now, I remember someone saying something about Microsoft should buy them. Is that right? Was I, I think right, we both Mickey? agreed on that. Yeah, you were right, definitely. Because yeah. you and oh, I think Cal of the Mega Squad Pod, past yep. Cal, was like, I think Microsoft could buy them. And I was like, yeah, I'd love that, but I don't think it will happen. I was proved wrong. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, I'm just being a dickhead. I mean, yeah, I was like, gladly proved wrong. I'm, we, like, I'm not complaining. It, I, I am not for one second going to turn around and go, I knew it. Because no one knew it. No one knew that that was going to happen. I said it would, would, would have been a good idea. And thankfully, Phil, old Philly Spencer, has uh, heard our podcast and decided, yeah, that's all right, I'll do that. Um, but no, like I, I, I think it's a, it's a good acquisition in a way. Um, I do think they're going to change a lot of things at Activision Blizzard. Um, they bought Activision Blizzard for $69 billion pounds with pounds dollars they um, are planning obviously it looks like it'll probably go through but it does have to get past the ftc so originally they thought it were going to go to the legal part of america justice mm. something justice department but it's not it's now going through the ftc which has been a lot of talk about oh they might have to make some changes um 
I think that's probably why a lot of talk has come out now from uh, Phil Spencer and, and mm. kind of like the top dogs at Microsoft about key uh, licenses staying multi-console, you know, staying yeah. multi. Um, and I think that's not so much a they would like to keep things on PlayStation. I mm. think that's very much a if we do not agree to do this, we won't get past the FTC. I mean, I think it's a bit of a clever move anyway, because I, if I was in Microsoft's shoes, I would say, um, you know, yeah, all right. Even if it is just Call of Duty, like, we'll, we'll let that be multi-platform. They're still going to get a shit ton of money back from... Yeah, I think Overwatch 2 will be in as our, well. Yeah, like in-app um, purchases, like DLCs, things like that. Like, all of that, you're, they're still going to rake it in. Season They're passes. still owning, yeah, season passes, battle passes, stuff like that. They're going to be owning so much of the revenue that they're going to make from titles that will be on the PlayStation, possibly on Switch. You know, that they're still going to be getting loads of stuff. And, and, and the thing you got to remember as well is that season passes are never on Game Pass. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? So people will get Call of Duty on Game Pass. Amazing. But if they want the full... Call of Duty experience as they know it, yeah, they'd have to invest in the season pass. Yeah. I don't actually know how that works with games in, or whether you have to actually buy the games to do the season pass. Yeah, you, uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, you can on Game Pass you can just add the season pass on. Um, oh, nice. Okay, cool. But then Sorry. if you don't get the game or you you stop Game Pass, then you've lost Got the season the DLC, pass more or less. I suppose. Game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I I I think it's a good idea. Uh, and look at all the titles they're getting across now. Like obviously we've talked about Call of Duty, which is the big powerhouse. Um, it, it let's be fair, like it is the powerhouse of that whole thing. Um, and things like World of Warcraft, the other big powerhouse of that um, studio. I'd say it's but, not so much a powerhouse now. Uh, well, it's starting to falter, but I no, think Microsoft you, can turn that around. If you took that name and you went out into the street and you said, Do you know what World of Warcraft is? I reckon most people would know what that is. They've heard of it at least. And like, that's all that Microsoft needs in some cases. It's like, this is a game that people know about. Call of Duty. If you go into the street and you ask people, Do you know what Call of Duty is? Yeah. Oh, Microsoft owns them now. To be you fair, know, Xbox, I have actually found. Since having an Overwatch tattoo, there are a lot of people who even don't play games who know what Overwatch is as well. So, yeah, like there you go. So it's they got some big there because yeah, they're bringing out big th- Diablo. They as had well. a marketing because one thing people forget, we don't because I think we've talked about it before, is that Blizzard Activision are a marketing machine, mm. like. They go all out when it comes down to marketing. And now they've got Microsoft who are known yeah. for their marketing prowess as well. Absolutely. And you're merging the two departments. You're merging a marketing department for Activision Blizzard that usually smashes everything with Microsoft's marketing department. And yeah, I think that's... Yeah. No, I, I think it's a good system. It's gonna work, I reckon. It's, it's, they're, they're gonna be raking in loads and loads of money. Um, I've seen multiple reports as well of people saying it's no longer a console war; it's a um, a, uh, a studio war. No, it's 
absolutely true. You know it. Wars. Yeah, it's, although it's Sony like, don't appear to be choosing to fight that because we need to get well, onto that next. The, yeah, I mean they're they're still looking at doing subscription services and things like that. Um, the only one, I mean, I say this, I don't, I don't know anymore. Like no one knows anymore. But I was going to say the only one who seems pretty comfortable at the minute is Nintendo. They're happy doing their own thing. Um, They've always been happy doing yes, their own thing. Yeah, like and it works for them. They are breaking in loads. Like the Switch has overtaken sales and. Um, Mate, you took away my shining light, I realise now, by just skipping ahead. I didn't get to talk about a Nintendo game, Root. I'll do that next time. I want to talk about Arceus, but I'll play a little bit more. I'll get on me. So yeah, like it's... um, What the fuck was I saying? You've interrupted me now and I can't even remember what I was talking about. Welcome to our podcast, where I interrupt Cal and he has the memory of a goldfish. (laughs) I... No, what... Yeah, they're doing their own thing. They're raking in millions. It's overtaken. That was it. The Switch has overtaken the sales of the Wii in lifetime sales, which is incredible. Um, I am not going to be surprised from this direct tonight if we find out that Game Pass is or XCloud is coming to the Switch. I would not be surprised in the slightest. I don't think it's going to, but if it did, I would be like, yeah, I can see that. Um, I'd also love for Beautiful Joe to make a comeback on the Switch, but that's not going to happen either, which is a shame. Um, but no, like they, they seem to be pr- sitting pretty comfortably, and they're not looking at buying extra studios. I would like them to buy Sega, and a lot of other people on the internet would like them to buy Sega because I think that would be like a match made in heaven because they could really revitalize some of the Sega franchises as well as, you know, dominating the Jap- uh, the Japanese market um, because they're two massive Japan studios, you know? Um, what, what, what do you think, Wiggy? Have you got anything you wanted to add to that? Um... No, I think you've you've said it quite eloquently. I think mm. for me, there is a lot of ambiguity. I hate that word, um, but there's a lot of ambiguity around what it will look like because Microsoft now have more hurdles to jump because yeah. they have to get it past the Justice Department. But then they also have to get it past the EU and the rules there. So it's not like a clean sweep. They've gone, we're going to buy it. Blizzard Activision have gone, cool, yes, you can buy us. I think the interesting article, which I think I shared with you, is that Microsoft didn't knock on Blizzard Activision's door and go, we would like to buy you. It was the other way around. Blizzard Activision went, (laughs) we're fucked. Just to, I'm paraphrasing here. We're fucked. We're not going to rescue ourselves. We're a bunch of rapists. But like, not all of us are rapists. Sorry to anyone who works for Activision Blizzard, but 90% of the people at the top of the tree are rapists and sexual pests. No amount of PR is getting us out of this mess. What cunt named it the Cosby Suite? How are we supposed to get away from that? So um, they had no choice. They went shopping for people to buy them. 
And Microsoft was the biggest dog out there. So they knocked on Microsoft's door and was like, would you like to buy us and fix us? And, you know, all of our board members will take a cushy payoff and we'll leave. Um, and that's what happened. Like, it wasn't a shopping trip for Microsoft. It was, oh, yeah. and now they've got to jump through all the hurdles. And I think, don't get me wrong, I'm confident it will go through because money buys things, like really expensive lawyers. Yeah. Um, but I think there will be more stipulations than Microsoft would like to admit at this point. And I think yeah. some of those stipulations will be things like for you to operate on US soil or in the EU, these titles need to remain multi-platform. So then you're not competing, if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, like I... Because you're not forcing people, because at that point, they wouldn't be forcing people to buy either a PC or a cons or an Xbox because people could still get it on the PS5. Mm. Because what the FTC will look at, and it was a really good Bloomberg article on it, um, is that they will go, does this acquisition mean that the market is going to go too far towards people buying Xboxes and PCs. Because if it does that, then it becomes a monopoly and that's a financial crime. Well, this <laughs> so is, they would go, no. This is um, whereas the, if they go... Yeah, sorry. Well, no, you go. I was going to say, this is part of the worry that I have is that if it does become a monopoly, then... Which it can't, but... Well, it shouldn't. No, 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 no. Well, what? I, yeah, let me rephrase that. If it becomes a point of a studio war and everyone's buying studios, for me, it's just going to ruin the the whole concept of gaming in a way because you're then having to buy multiple consoles, which a lot of families can't afford, just to play maybe one or two games that they not they're not going to be able to play anywhere else. They have to choose an Xbox to play a Call of Duty, let's say. They have to... Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. There you go. Elder Scrolls. They have to buy Star an Xbox Finder. to play... Star Flash. Um, Star... Elder Scrolls. Starfield. PlayStation. You have to buy a PlayStation to play God of War, which is fine. Like they, They've always had that, but... Um, yeah, that's not you know, even like, new. It's the same. So then you start to look at things... I'm get in a way I'm getting scared now because I'm scared that one of those big studios are going to turn around and go, okay, we'll have Ubisoft, and then it's like, okay, so that's Mario and Rabbids gone because there's no way now, that. Go on. We were pre-cottoned on to Activision Blizzard when we had the conversation about it. Yeah, but the thing we have to remember is that they only went. They went. They sold themselves, for example, because they knew there was no escape. So they went to Microsoft. Uh, according to Bloomberg, they also went to a couple of others. I would not be surprised if one of those was, in fact, Ubisoft. One of them was obviously definitely Sony. So they've gone yeah. to all three of them and gone, do you want to buy us? And Sony have gone, fuck, am I paying 68 billion for you? You fuck off. <laughs> we've got all of our Japanese anime studios. We're not too worried about World of Warcraft. Um, 
And then you've got Nintendo and there, you know, they probably never went to Nintendo because Nintendo got their own thing going on. They don't need any help from anyone else. Um, and then Ubisoft. And I, like, what people don't realize is that Ubisoft are a big dog on their own. You know, they're not console makers, so they don't have the power machine of, like, PC and Xbox under their belt, like Microsoft do. But I can see Ubisoft being like, if Microsoft came knocking on the door, Ubisoft would be like, fuck off. And I think before anything, if Ubisoft had to, this is my prediction, if it got to a point where Ubisoft needed to be sold, I genuinely believe they would go to Sony first. But ultimately, I also believe that Microsoft wouldn't be able to, because if the acquisition of Blizzard Activision goes through, the acquisition of Activision, oh, that's too many words. If that goes through, I think Microsoft are going to go quiet for a very long time. Because it's, if it's, the FTC go, if the FTC yeah. go, all right, we'll allow this one. It's close. It's dangerously close. You need to tick these boxes. You need to keep Call of Duty market open. You need to do that and the other. And it goes, cool, tick the box, done. That's Microsoft done for a long time, I think. And I think it's at that point that we'll see Sony dipping its toes. Obviously, they've been doing this bungee merger for the better part of 12 months. It's just inconveniently, Microsoft came out and went, we bought Black Blizzard Activision. And Sony were like, damn it, we were preparing a statement about <laughs> Bungie. And now we've been fucked. It was kind of funny as well, because the way it looked as well, it's almost yeah. like Bungie went, nah, fuck that. I ain't going back to Xbox. Yeah. So, I ain't going back. <laughs> I ain't going back. You can't make me go back there. Um, yeah, like it, it's... It's just one thing I have in the back of my mind that I, I fear that a lot of these studios are going to be lapped up and then you're just going to leave it like a almost like a barren wasteland of all those little third party studios all mixing together and being like, oh, I'm going to bring out a game for this console and this console and I'm going to do a separate one just for this one and this, that and the other. And just why I think Sony's game is very different. I think their game mm. will be 100% different out of the out of the the gate. And the reason I think the PlayStations will be very different out of the gate is they can afford to keep things on like any studios that they acquire that have multi-platform. Mm. Sony can afford because people forget, yeah, Game Pass is amazing. Oh, Xbox is one. <laughs> Microsoft sell computers. Yeah. They sell Microsoft Office. They sell operating systems for those PCs. And they have Xboxes and Game Passes. And a bunch of studios now to design games and software for those systems. Sony have Sony Pictures Entertainment. Sony Televisions. Sony Soundbars. Sony like Blu-ray players. PlayStation. So Sony can go. And I think that's why in the they were kind of... I think the press statement had been changed slightly after the Activision Blizzard because it seemed a bit cocky of, we've acquired Bungie, uh, ultimately just to give them money, but they're going to stay independent. They're going to publish themselves and they're going to do their own thing. Um, in exchange, they're going to send some consultants to Sony and we're going to make some live action services of our own that don't compete with Destiny. And it's like, okay. And then you think to yourself, 
Bungie have nailed the market on live action service games. Because Destiny, yeah, it fluctuates its player base, but it always has a player base and it's still going to this day. That's all Sony need on PlayStation. They can make money from Bungie now because they, you know, part own Bungie or they own Bungie, but Bungie's operating on its own, making Sony money. Yeah. Then Sony just have to go, okay, here's our live action game that's designed in partnership with these Bungie consultants, you know, or designed in partnership with Bungie, uh, I don't know, flight sim, space flight sim, because it doesn't step on the FBS toes or a tactical shooter, you know. Yeah. Because Ubisoft need to up their game now because they've done nothing with the Division IP since it launched God knows how long ago. Hmm. Yeah, I am. Um... All right, I'm going to call it now. My next prediction, seeing as I got the previous one right, it's going to be from Sony, and they're going to buy. All right, I'm going to cheat slightly. They will either buy Bandai Namco or From Software or both. That's what my predictions. They're either going to buy Bandai Namco from software or both because they are big Japanese um, uh, markets that can be filled. They are big uh, for in well, they're, they're what I'm trying to say because I'm getting Words. tired now. It's getting to that point. I've <laughs> <laughs> um, only been on air for an hour. Yeah, but I've been in work. I've been at nine till six today. And then I came straight home. I've not even had anything to eat. Um, Well, that was a rookie mistake. I know. I didn't have time. But um, anywho, I, uh, you know, they're big Japanese studios is what I'm trying to say. And Sony are a Japanese company. So Mm -hmm. being able to conquer that, that market with those big names behind it, would be perfect. There is a fucking spider in this room. Uh-oh. It better not go anywhere. It's not very uh, big, uh, but it's big enough. And it was on this day that Cal died. Oh, God. Uh, for anyone who doesn't... Well, I'm shivering now. I, like, I don't like it. It's moving very slowly. I don't like spiders. I really don't like spiders. All right, you better stay up. Just... Don't come down. Stay where you are. Enjoy the evening. Thank you. Um, yeah. Next so... week on <laughs> Arcade Plays, uh, Arcade um, Open, the Spider will be joining us as a special guest. <laughs> so what do you think of it? What was that? Uh, sorry, I think it was uh, uh, from software. I'll die in. Use that coat that's behind you. Slap it. No. I don't condone violence against why spiders. The, but why would I slap it? If I'm afraid of it, why would I cause it to fall from the fucking ceiling alive? Because this is a, a fluffy robe that's basically been left up in this office. So it'll just be cosy to, to the ground. Only for me to then wonder where the hell it is. I don't do spiders. I got. 
I know you don't do spiders. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, Sony's acquisition of From Software, I reckon that could happen. Yeah, because then you've got Bloodborne, you've got Dark Souls becoming a, an exclusive for the PlayStation. I mean, Bloodborne is an exclusive anyway. Yeah, I know That's because of how cushy an exclusive. How cushy Sony are with From Software anyway. Hmm. Um, so then you're getting the Dark Souls name being an exclusive to. Uh, yeah, but they to, wouldn't to Sony. Because I don't think that I not only think that's Sony's plan. Sony's plan is not to challenge Microsoft with these studios that already have multiple titles because they've got enough of their own exclusive IPs anyway. They don't need like they don't need to go, nah, 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 I'm keeping this. Whereas Microsoft have started going, nah, 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 I'm keeping this. And Sony are like, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and that, I think that proves it with Bungie because what they're going to do is they're going to acquire these big studios. They're going to leave the stuff that those studios already have, the IPs those studios already have as multi-platform, and they're going to use those studios then to create exclusives for console. And... PlayStation for PC, which we don't know too much about yet, but I reckon it's just going to end up being like the Xbox app, and I reckon you'll probably be able to pay a subscription to play PlayStation games on PC. I just figured that's how it is. Um, and ironically, if a lot of the PlayStation 5 stuff then comes to PC, I will have absolutely zero need for a PlayStation 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like... Because they, at the end of the day, they still got to ship consoles. That's the whole reason they're doing a lot of this stuff is they're shipping consoles. If Sony have always made a loss, always made a loss on PlayStation, mm. always made a loss on it because they can make it up elsewhere in the business. See what I've always you know, found by selling TVs. OLED. Yeah. What I've always found since since the beginning. As someone who who enjoys multiple platforms, multiple consoles, rather than just sticking to one, I've always found the pattern with PlayStation has always been back and forth with Microsoft. So my entry into the PlayStation was the PS2, um, and then the 360 was the better console, and then the PS4 was the better console, and now it seems to be back to Xbox, arguably, arguably, you know, being the better console. And it was like, it's like a back and forth thing all the time. So now that seems to be turning into studio wars. And it's now going to be a case of not who's got the better console, who's got the more studios that I have to stick with. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. I'm also keeping an eye on I think on you'll spider, notice a big so change as well. Point. Yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> a big change will be if Sony turn around and go, this Fandabby Dozy SSD that we invented and the firmware that we invented for it, you're going to be able to buy it now hmm. for, yeah. for PC. And then people will be like, Sony's done it. They've gone, this is just another piece of equipment we would like you to have in your house, but you don't necessarily need to have it in your house. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. to be honest... Like Japan, South Korea, 
those are huge markets for Sony that Microsoft have struggled forever to get into. So it's just mega corp wars. But it was rumored, it's, it's, it's it was rumored for a long time that um, I, I can't remember if it was you I was talking to about this, but it was rumored for a long time that they were going to market the Xbox Series X under Sega in Japan because of Sega having such a big branding over there, being a Japanese company and, um, you know, dominating the arcade the Sega world, would get which... paid for that? Jesus. Exactly. Like, it'd be marketed as the Sega Series X. Like, it sounds bonkers. But then that's also a case of, like, oh, is that... If those rumours were to be true, um, could that mean that Sega's in the pipeline to be bought by Xbox. And then my beloved Sonic the Hedgehog is going to be an Xbox exclusive. You know? Again, I don't... Things. I reckon those plans have probably hit the dirt now that Blizzard Activision yeah. has come in. Yeah, I would see, to be fair, I would see it more likely, I think now, if there was a Sega's going to be bought by someone and Microsoft were knocking on the door and now they've got this merger to deal with, I would not be surprised if in the next 12 to 18 months, Sony turn around and go, we bought Sega. They're going to say independent. And like again, Bungie. And again, because Japanese studio, isn't it? Yeah. It, it would work perfectly. It would work absolutely perfectly because there are both Japanese studios, both dominating the Western market. It's, yeah, it's... What I really want, really, 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 really want <laughs> is um, Sony to buy Konami because if Sony because buy no Konami they can give Metal Gear Solid back to Hideo Kojima and he can fix the piece of shit that Konami fucked up for him <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck Konami not that I didn't mind Death Stranding but it's not fuck everyone's Konami. property um yeah, well, that just thinking of Sega as well. That's another um, story that's been that's been in my heart, and uh, is uh, that after fifty years in the arcade business, Sega has closed down their club Sega branches. They're pulling out of the arcade market, and that really upsets me. Like, really deeply upsets me because they've created some of my all-time favorite games um and arcade games being my my probably my number one kind of game um they've made some fantastic light gun shooters of course house of the dead which i always go on about i love house of the dead um the ghost squad they had um they made some classic obviously classic classics um in the arcade with um, Sega Rally, Sega Rally. Uh, 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 I just spent hours well, on the Sega Space Rally Harrier, Outrun, all sorts. You know, there's yeah, like there's there's loads that they've they've now before you were born not got <laughs> before you were born. Um, you know, I'd I'd love to, I'd love for them now to go. Okay, these arcade games will come back in a collection that we're going to give to you for this price. I'd love them to start releasing those arcades classics now because I don't want them to be lost to time as in 
Oh, do you remember though? And of course, you've got things like Outrun and and stuff like that. But now it's like, give us Sega Rally, give us House of the Dead, which I'm still waiting for. Um, that remake's still not made an appearance yet on the Switch, which is a bit upsetting. But anyway, um, you know, revitalize Ghost Squad in the arcade format for modern consoles. Um, and you know, it's it's just a shame to see that arcades now are becoming these barren wastelands where they're full of you know i went into one and there's a fucking fidget spinner game it's like that's not an arcade game so like, what are you doing this should be <laughs> what are you doing flappy bird that's a fucking mobile app and one's an inanimate object, a fucking fidget spinner. Welcome to the modern world, my friend. It's, that's it. It's, it's horrible to see it. It's horrible to see that we now become so engrossed in our modern home consoles that the arcades have just become what they are now. It's a shame. Like There's nothing better than walking in to an arcade that's got a nice carpeted floor and you go up to a machine, you hear all the bells and whistles going off. You've got all the lights flashing around you. Um, like whenever I think, whenever someone you tells me old to Derek imagine, from down the street flashing in front of you. Yeah, like old Derek, good old, old Derek. Um, the, the, whenever someone tells me to picture an arcade, I always think of the Mega Bowl that used to be near me. And uh, the first thing, you'd walk through the doors... The first thing I see is the purple carpet with all these weird red and green swirls and stuff like that on it. Probably to hide that. Vomit and coke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I would hear the the first thing that I would come in hearing is you'd hear things like the clank and the of the pins and the bowling and all that going on. But I would hear a piece of music, and I've always thought of it with arcades. And it took me years to find out what it was. And it turns out it's the tutorial music for uh, Dance Dance Revolution. <clears throat> it's a very distinctive tune as well. The thing um, that you walked into an arcade and you heard Dance Dance Revolution depresses mm. my age. <laughs> it was a... Because I remember walking in and you, you hear the... Mine was Street Fighter. Oh, man. I always remember Street Fighter, the music. <laughs> and ironically, games like Wreck It Ralph. Like, I'll tell you what, that film yeah. was so nostalgic for me because I used to love playing love Wreck It Ralph in the arcade. Wreck It Ralph in the arcade. Finally watched. Uh... What? What did you just say? You used to love playing Wreck It Ralph in the arcade? Yeah. That wasn't a real game. It was the one with the little dude, and then he hops between... Are you talking about Wrecking Crew? Yes, I am talking about Wrecking Crew. Thanks it's a fucking much. Nintendo but game. But Wreck-It Ralph was still yeah. a... Fantastic like, film. Nostalgia chip. Chip, yeah. trip, trip, whatever. Hmm. Words. I love I love it. I'd, I'd love to go back to those times. I've always I'm said just to gonna, my... Uh, Double check because I'm not sure it was that game, but I'm, I'm picturing the game you, you I remember on. in my head now. Um, I can't remember what it is. Like I, I've often said about 
um, said to my uncle, it's like, I'm very jealous that he got to live through, um, you know, the, the rise of games and the arcades and things like that and seeing all these big games coming into the arcades and being able to play them. Um, yeah, like, the, I remember, like, that's what always what I think of is that arcade, that particular arcade where I walk in and I could hear Dance Dance Revolution. I knew exactly where the House of the Dead machine was and I would purposely avoid it because I was terrified of it. And yeah. And they also had that, un <laughs> they had an Uncle Fester one that I didn't like either. I've seen it a couple of times before. Um, it was like a shock thing where you had to put your hands on these two metal rods and it would shock you and you had to see how much you could withstand or something. And it was like uh, Uncle Fester's head at the top with a light bulb in it and it used to freak me the fuck out. Um, so I'm going to, um, I've really enjoyed doing this podcast with you. I'm going to retire. Um, that's it. This is the last <laughs> uh, podcast I'm ever doing because the game I was thinking of was fucking Donkey Kong. Oh my God. <laughs> As soon as I just saw it on there, I was like, how could you fucking forget Donkey Kong? I just remember that tune. It's just in, it's embedded in what my head. That's what I used to remember when I walk into the arcade down in Torquay. Yeah. Be like, boom, 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 boom. And then my dad would absolutely destroy me playing that game. <laughs> I'd be like, great, not going to high school today. Brilliant. Brilliant. That was the other one I remember as well. Same on fucking blank. Street Fire. I just uh, love playing. Do you remember Point Blank? Do you remember playing Point oh, Blank? Oh, yeah, I do remember Point Blank. That was point, fucking point, awesome. Point, point, that words, was. words. And of course, you had the classics like Time Crisis and stuff like that as well. Um, yeah, like I used to remember playing Sega Rally. Used to love that. And I actually quite like the Mario Kart that was in the arcades as well. It's, it's really good yeah. because the, um, the steering wheel sort of when you get hit by a, an item the steering wheel sort of locks and just jars to the left or the right and you have to like wrench it back um which is really cool and i love the announcer in it as well like it's, it's got a really good announcer like proper arcadey um corniness which was great this is brilliant um but like i say it, it's a shame to see what arcades have become now and it's a shame remember, that a lot of those are going to be put to the wayside. There was another arcade game that I remember playing. It was also on the Mega Drive or the Saturn, I think. Street Racer. Cool. Which was like Mega Drive's Mario Kart. All right. And I used to, like, I remember playing it in an arcade with my dad. And then he bought it for me on my Mega Drive for Christmas. <laughs> and... I loved that game. I lived by that game religiously. Yeah. Like it was crazy good and bad at the same time. <laughs> like <laughs> it was like a poor man's uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> and because again, this is, and it goes back to your worry about studios doing what they're mm. currently doing now. I was in a household that could only afford one console. So I had a Mega Drive. I didn't get to have a SNES. I had to play SNES at my friend's houses, you know? So I never got to play Mario Kart on my own in my house. So Street Racer was there. And that's the danger for me. Like, mm. I'm lucky now in that I'm not 
going to get an Xbox, as we know, because I've got PC. But I'm lucky in that I was able to briefly buy a PS5. Do you know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah. And that, for me, is like a lot of families won't have that. Like a lot of families, I reckon there's probably quite a few people that are now worried because they've bought a PS5 for their kids. Mm. And now something exactly. that their kids want is on Xbox. And next year's Christmas, now they're like, what do I do? Because with kids, you can't then turn around and go, cool, we'll sell the PS5 and we'll get the Xbox. Mm. Because kids are not going to... Because that's going to make them distraught. They're not going to want to do that. They're going to want both. And then that yep. just just undo stress for parents. But anyway. No, I... I Microsoft, it, don't Funnily do enough, it was one of the things that I thought of because as soon as they announced about the Activision Blizzard stuff, they turned around and went... Um, um, the, the people in work. Sorry, they they turned around and went. Oh, um, I might get an Xbox. I might just, I might buy an Xbox. And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> fucking telling you to buy an Xbox. Um, and you went for the PS5, and now they turn around and gone. Yeah, I've, I've bought one. I've bought an Xbox. And I was like, saying, Well, yeah, but what about all those people who've gunned for? a 500 quid console and now they're like like you said it's like you can't I've either got to sell this like us or yeah. I've got to keep with it yeah we're in an I think, extremely to be fair situation but mm. to be fair for some people things like Horizon Forbidden West that's going to be a big fucking seller for people do you know what I mean well, yeah like, this is where Sony need to pull their fingers out and they need to get the big exclusives to sort of draw people's attention away. Yeah. I think they need to, they need to re-pick up that resistance IP. Oh my God. Holy fuck. I don't know why. It's got insomnia. Fucking London now. I was just thinking, what if you get some of the Bungie, the talent at Bungie to work on rebuilding the resistance IP? Oh my god! Oh. World War Two era diesel punk versus mm. aliens. I used to love that game. Mm. Oh, but I never, I never that. played them like. And they that, make it a live service game. Yeah, mm. yeah, could be. I thought you were going to say Insomniac Games because weren't they the ones who did it? Insomniac. Yeah, they do have Insomniac, but Insomniac are too busy doing all the other stuff that they got to. Do you know what I mean? Imagine them teaming up with Bungie. Oh, Jesus, that'd be an amazing game. Mm. We'd hope. Yeah, it's a, it's a very strange world that we're living in, in the gaming world. It's uh, it started off as a fun, carefree hobby, and it's now become... Big business. Big business. It's almost like a... Um, it's like the movie industry like, now. It's almost like we're investing. We buy these consoles early in the hope you are that super investing. They're going to go right up. <laughs> Game Pass. Um, yeah. You're definitely yeah. investing in Microsoft when you subscribe to Game Pass. Yeah. Fair enough. They keep giving us the titles, and I keep getting to get my little um, dosage of um, endorphins, then and that's okay with me that spider's fucking moving now oh my god cal seriously well what's next on the agenda cal well 
that was all for the agenda today because we're easing it in. And that's what she said. We could. <laughs> ah, ah. Um, so we, uh, I thought that would be a nice little way to begin a new chapter in uh, our, in our podcasting. Lives. And, our um, lives well. and then next time, as social media manager, I will get Cal to fucking do live and not fuck it up. Yep. It's a very difficult thing to do, you know, in my That's in why my you need to buy the tripod that I recommended to you because it was super cheap. It's got a light on it. It was the way you was turned sweet. around and went, this is what I've bought. It's like, okay, so I don't have to buy it. Not yet, because we're not going to be doing Instagram Live yet. And then all of a sudden, turn up with this one, you're like, let's do Instagram Live. Actually, I've been saying to you for the last five days. But you, you haven't said that we should do lemon. it. You didn't say that we should do it. You said, I would like to get into it and stuff like that. You never actually said that we would be doing it. Why the fuck would I start talking about something that we were not going to do? Oh, yeah, we should do that, but we're not going to do it. <laughs> because we, we've just changed the name and things like that. It's like, let's just ease it in. To be fair, we were doing live before we changed the name. We had planned to do live before you mm. text me going, oh, I would like to change the name. And I was like, we need to be more original than saying yeah, the that was, word arcade. That was my idea that I um, I wanted to change the name. I, it wasn't that I hated Mega Squad Pod or anything like that. It was just a lot of... It, it was a lot of words. It was a bit of a mouthful. And the Mega Squad bit kind of fell by the wayside because the plan was we were going to have a lot more people on regularly. And we didn't. And we committed so having, and nobody else did. Yeah, so having arcade open is means we can invite know, people on. Exactly, it's open. It's open to everyone. An arcade is there for everyone to enjoy. You've got games for everybody to enjoy and talk about and um, share with with others. And uh, if it's open, then it's open. And that is why we're going to do live, because people can ask questions and Mm. talk to us. The arcade is open, so we can do that. Um, So I guess without further ado, we get to go turn the sign on the door. The arcade is closed.